Hello, this is Elan Lines. And I'm Crystal Donnelly. Welcome to our podcast, Houses and Scents. For all your Sherwood Park and Edmonton real estate and financial information. Elan is a realtor with Remax River City. And Crystal is a mortgage broker with Mortgage Sisters West. We hang out every week and catch up on the real estate market, interest rates, the process of buying and selling properties, government changes. But not all at the same time, because we like to keep it short and sweet. We hope you listen and enjoy, share with friends and family, rate and comment. Now let's check in on our next episode. Hi everyone, this is Elan. And this is Crystal. And today on our episode, we are talking about the five C's of credit. So, Miss Crystal, C, <laughs> get it? Uh, take it away. The sixth C. The sixth C. <laughs> yeah, I thought today we just, uh, Alana and I were talking, we thought this would be a really important uh, podcast for people because as a mortgage broker, when I'm speaking with an applicant, we have to ask some very deep and thoughtful um, and some personal questions. And a lot of the times there's a little pushback because the client or the applicant doesn't understand exactly why and where are we coming from. And that's because the lender is going to ask these things. And so as the broker, we represent you and we want to make sure you show well. We want to address if there's going to be any issues in these five C's. We need to address them, point them out and be clear about it so that there's no questions from the lender. Because one of the things I don't think buyers understand is oftentimes that you are almost pitching them to the lender. Yes, that's, ex- right? that's so it. You're, like you're selling them to to the lender that you're trying to get bought exactly that you want to buy the mortgage yeah and and there might be many things in your profile that look really good and to you you would think well you know i'm i make great income i you know whatever it is whatever it is that makes you feel like you're going to be a really good candidate Mm -hmm. but lenders have specific things that they look at Right. And so my job is to represent your best sides, point out some of the things that might be challenges and how we can overcome them. And, and also my job is to underwrite. So look at all those documents, underwrite all of that so that I can uh, make sure that there's going to be no red flags. And I shouldn't say red flag really, but just nothing for the red lender to, to question. Lender. Yeah. yeah, that will speed yeah. up the process. If I do my due diligence first to make sure I understand your entire story and make that very clear and make you very marketable to the lender, then financing goes off without a hitch. Right, okay. So how does the lender evaluate character then? So that's one of the five C's of credit. So the five C's of credit are character, credit, capacity, capital, and collateral. So character and credit, they're very similar in that sense. So the the reason why they're similar is that it's going to ask the question as to whether or not the applicant has a willingness to repay the debt and the attitude they have towards money and credit, as well as their overall stability of character. So people who tend to be good payers of debt tend to have a high degree of stability in their life and so they've managed money and credit in the past. So you asked, mm-hmm. okay, so how does a lender or a broker when they're working with a client assess the character? Mm-hmm. A lot of the evaluation methods with character are looking at can, are a variety of things. It can look at the age of the person, the kind of education background that they have, the occupation, how long they've been working for that company, uh, within the length of time in an industry. Um, it can even include how long they've lived at their current residence, whether they're owning, whether they're renting. So all of that kind of goes into the, that character of the client. Okay, Yeah. cool. And, and then the credit part, obviously credit rating. Yeah, absolutely. So the credit report of an individual um, gives that history 
of their relationship with debt. So if you carry large debt loads, don't make payments on time, or don't even use credit at all, this can impact the risk level, as you would deem more risky to the lender, obviously. Mm-hmm. See, what people forget is that lenders, they, they really want to know who you are because they don't know you. And they're going to be lending you the majority of the money it is to buy this home. So as a buyer, you might only be putting 5% down. So the lender's taking 95% of that uh, purchase price. And they're, they're lending their money on that. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that you're going to repay the deal. You're going to make sure that they're, sorry, they're going to make sure that you pay your mortgage. Okay. And that's really important to them. So this is why they need to assess all of these things. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out is um, sometimes I'll have a conversation with clients and they'll say to me, um, I've got great credit because I don't have any credit cards. Mm. And that's, that's a challenge because if you're in, you may have really good income, you may be a really good saver, you may do all those things that define a good character of a person who deals really well with money. But if you don't show that you have the ability to borrow and repay, then the lender's not, they're not going to trust the first loan that they give you being the largest loan in your life. Right. Right. They're going to want to see that you've had um, opportunities to borrow and repay previously in your life. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's, um, so moving on to capacity. Capacity. So capacity basically balances the money. It's the incomes and the debts. So it basically refers to the capacity or ability to repay those debts. And it will look at what money comes in and what money goes out and the relationship between the two. So basically, the capacity will look at the percentage of the borrower's qualifiable income. So that's really important and why you also need a mortgage broker or a mortgage specialist mm-hmm. to be looking at that because there's a certain, there's qualifiable income that has to be, you have to go through and what income we can use. And some lenders will look at different income, Absolutely, right? yeah. yeah. Some, um, they have different ways in which they'll calculate income. So right. that's also a, a benefit to working with a mortgage broker is because we'll look at all the ways in which we can use different incomes. Right. You might think you might look at your income and go, okay, well, I have part-time income and I have full-time income, but a lender might not be able to use that part-time income because it's new employment. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you're thinking you make $5,000 a month, but really the only qualifiable income we can use is $3,000 a month, right. just for example. So... Basically, the lender will look at that percentage of the borrower's qualifiable income to cover your housing costs, which is your gross debt service, your GDS. And then any other monthly obligations would fit under the total debt service, which is TDS. And those, those ratios are part of the qualifying for a mortgage. I, I don't want to take us off topic too far, but one thing um, that I'll find when buyers get um, the, their eyes open up and they go, ooh, that's interesting, is if they don't want to maybe sell that secondary property, because the market's not great, so they want to buy now Mm because the market's good for buying, and then hang on to that second property, Mm -hmm. but then also be able to um, add in the rent from that second property now to help them carry two mortgages. Yes. Right, so people just kind of forget that that's an opportunity that a mortgage broker can help them with. Yeah, absolutely, because um, that would fit into, we would have to look at the ratios of their debts on their income. It's a bigger picture, but I just, yeah. Yeah, and also, add to note to that, some lenders will qualify only using a certain percentage, whereas other lenders will qualify using more um, exactly. for that rental income. So, right. you know, what, what one lender says no, another one might say no problem. Right. And right? that's where it's nice when you can shop it around. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we get the full picture here exactly. and then we can go, okay, 
where's the best solution for you? And you, and that's why we say it's unique. Every person has their own unique requirements. <laughs> a mouthful. Yeah. Every person has their own unique requirements and their own unique needs. Right. Even if you think, well, I just need a mortgage, the mortgage, the mortgage. It's, right. it's actually not. It right. really is going to depend on what your needs are. Yeah. Good. Okay. okay. So. so then capital and collateral are the last two. Yes. And they actually are related as well. Uh, both of them assess the assets, right? The cash, um, the capital is the cash, cashable assets. Mm-hmm. And collateral will be any other items that they could sell for cash. And a lot of that will do with the property that they're actually purchasing. So the largest collateral there is going to be the property that the person is purchasing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why the home that a person buys is very important to a lender. If you default on your mortgage, then the lender has an ability to recoup some of those losses by being able to sell your property. But if, you're, if your property is a very difficult property to sell, then it's not going to be um, as valuable to the lender. Mm-hmm. They have to protect themselves and their investors. So they just have to make sure if, there's, um, if something goes bad in the deal, that they have a way to recoup. And they'll usually send out an appraiser to make sure that the property is the right value for what they're paying for, for what the buyer is paying for it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, well, so if it's insured, the insurer will always do an appraisal on that property. Okay. And it might like not CMHC or Genworth. Yeah. Canada Guarantee. And Canada Guarantee. Right. So in that case, the lender doesn't have to send out an appraisal. So CMHC or whoever, like one of those three would do that. Yeah. And okay. they do that to no cost of the borrower. Okay. So that's, that's a good thing there. And then if you're putting less than 20% down, which means you're not insured anymore, then that, then it's usually the cost of the borrower that has to pay for the appraisal. More than 20% down. More than 20% down. Yes. 20% yeah. or more. Or Sorry. More. Yeah. Did I say less? Yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. That's then insured. Like, no, then it's insured. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Whoops. Don't mean to confuse you all. Um, yeah. So, so there's the collateral compo- uh, component. Um, also really important to understand that your capital the cash that you have, we want to really um, emphasize that you do have a backup plan. So you've got some assets there. You've got cashable assets. So you might have your investments, um, savings. You also might have some vehicles that you've paid off. So there we're selling an RV. All of those things add into your, your collateral and your capital. Mm-hmm. And when you have more of that, it's less risky for a lender because the lender can also see that, okay, if you lost your job, and you lost your job for two months, that you've got a savings buffer there that you can make your mortgage payment on time. So it's security for you. It's security for lender. So when the mortgage broker is asking for the breakdown of assets, it's not because we're being nosy. It's because we're really trying to create a really strong profile for you, for the lender to want to lend. Because explain the benefit of, of a better credit rating. Well, going back to credit rating. Yeah, so, or, or what, just in terms of like what, what you can get for them if you can shop them more. Oh, so meaning like if overall like if, the, if those all five things look good, yeah. explain why that is there in their best interest too. Right. Okay. So basically if that client is fitting and looking really good in all of these five C's of credit, then mm-hmm. there would be no lender who wouldn't really be willing to lend. Right. Um, so if, they can get a more competitive rate. Well, yeah, because I can take it to the different lenders that offer different rates. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they've, yeah, they've got, and they could have better products as well. If they are missing some of those things on the five C's and we have to really pinpoint a lender who will accept their file, they're going to be limited to that lender. And that's going to be limited to that rate, that's right. limited to those terms. Right. So, yeah, being, being a viable um, applicant mm-hmm. to many lenders is a positive for you. 
Right. It's only a win. Right. For you. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Really good information. Short and sweet, but such good information, for, especially for people that are maybe getting their first mortgage or maybe wanting to be a little bit more creative. Yeah, and I think also just to prepare uh, people to understand, mm-hmm. you know, like you might have $10,000 to put onto your property, but that's not as much risk as a lender is taking. Right. So did you just have, a, try to see their, their file in a lender's perspective. Right. If it was me or them lending that money, what would they want to know about that person? And they would want to understand these five C's of credit. Perfect. Excellent. Well done, hun. Yay. Really good information. Nice and short and sweet. Yeah. Always a pleasure to hang out with you. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. For all your real estate needs and questions, contact Elan Lines from Remax River City. Visit our website, elanrealestate.ca or call 780-970-3616. And for all your mortgage inquiries, contact Crystal Donnelly from Mortgage Sisters West. Visit the website mortgagesisterswest.ca or call 780-405-8663.